Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and I am especially so grateful that you are tuned into today's To Be Heard Tuesday. Right off the bat, y'all, for all of my observant listeners, I don't know if y'all can tell, but for today's episode, I am actually recording on a brand new microphone right now. And so um, I trust that there's not a huge difference between the previous mic until now. I've done a couple of test runs to ensure that there's not a huge difference, but just in case you are like extra observant and you are like, okay, something is not right about today's episode. I am recording on a brand new microphone, which I won't spend too much time talking about, but uh, my last To Be Heard Tuesday, the one y'all last heard was called Famous Failures, right? And just to give y'all a quick picture of how season five is going so far, y'all. So I started off the season by saying that I was going to try to, you know, sit in front of a camera and I, because I am so passionate about season five, I wanted everyone to tune in. So I got a couple people to help me with some ways to do that, to help y'all engage a little bit more. And the consensus was I had to go on video. So some of you have asked what happened to the clips, Yana, like you haven't really been posting a lot. Let's just say that the sweet, sweet camera that I bought would shut off. I can't make this up. It would literally shut off every single time I got to the good part of the episode. And now, granted, my friend did warn me, like, girl, that's not a good camera to you. Like, I wouldn't get that, but it was on sale. I'm like, it'll be quick, easy. I already know what I'm going to do with it. And let's just say my friend was correct. So, Not only that, there's been also some really unfortunate situations happening with the studio setup and, you know, hence the new mic. I got some new software. It's just all around, like, just kind of crazy on my end. And so I am going to confidently say that this whole studio thing, the new thing I was trying with season five, I'll just be real. It was a failure. And... As we talked about in last week's episode, my prayer is that it will be a famous failure one day. Who knows? I may own my own studio one day. Okay, let's consider this a famous failure prophetically so I can feel better. But that's just a quick little snapshot of what's going on the on the other side of this microphone for season five. But I still think it's a, um, a great season nonetheless. I seriously want to thank you all so much for tuning in each and every week. My prayer is that every episode has been ultimately helpful to you and your journey of living out your purpose because that's exactly what we've been talking about since the season began. Um, But today's episode is going to be special because as you probably know, Christmas is right around the corner. Believe it or not, it definitely caught me off guard. But it's true, Christmas is right around the corner. And so I really want to spend today's To Be Hurt Tuesday celebrating um, Christmas and celebrating what it actually means. Because if we are continuing our conversation on purpose, we ought to talk about Jesus's purpose, right? Like today's To Be Hurt Tuesday is titled Born to Die for a Reason, because that was literally 
Jesus's purpose of coming into the world. It was literally to die, um, to die and to rise again three days later so that the price of uh, our sin could ultimately be paid for and so that we can have new life. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's way more than just a holly jolly time. There's actually so much truth and freedom that comes with the Christmas message. And so I don't want us to forget that, which is why I'm featuring Jesus's purpose um, as the topic of discussion discussion for today's To Be Heard Tuesday. And today's episode is not only special for that purpose, but considering, you know, the passages of scripture we're going to be looking at, these passages actually mean so much to me in my journey when it comes to what it's looked like for me of walking out my purpose, because this is no secret to y'all. I have shared my story so many times on the podcast um, with all intentionality behind that. Like I want to feel, I want you guys to feel close to me. I want to feel close to you. So what better way to feel close than to share my own story? So it's no secret that the years 20, 2016 through 2018 were some of the hardest years of my life. I was battling so much anxiety and depression and thanks be to God, if you want to hear about how I've got got out of that season and how I've healed and how I'm still healing and still experiencing freedom in a lot of new ways in my life, um, that's what season three of the podcast is for. If you're stuck in a position where you feel like there's no getting out, there's no light at the end of the tunnel and you're absolutely hopeless, please go back to season three episodes. I would love to share with y'all my journey of experiencing true freedom. I grew up in church. I grew up reading the scriptures and I knew, you know, just from my background that Jesus loved me, but I still felt so bound and I didn't even feel lovable. So um, I talk about some true biblical principles, um, you know, that you might have heard before, but God has been so faithful in showing me the, the levels and the layers behind that surface level truth, because any truth, surface level, deep truth or not, truth is truth. It, truth is going to set you free regardless, but it's been really cool in my journey of literally digging deep into the scriptures, getting my hands dirty a little bit and seeing so much truth that literally set me free and is still setting me free today. So if you're in that spot, season three episodes are there for you to tune into. Um, But there is something really cool that I learned, even while that season was very hard. I'm grateful for that season, again, from years 2016 through 2018. Because again, while hard, um, there were some lessons that I learned that still I am feeding off of and chewing today, um, moving forward and, you know, just walking in my purpose because um, it was 2018, literally January of 2018 is when I published my first novel, How I Fell in Love with Myself. And I talk about this openly on the blog. I was actually going through it even while that book was published through that whole publication process. I was not doing well. Like I was at that point, I knew without a shadow of a doubt, it's been going on like just about two years in my struggle with anxiety and depression. And I knew I not only am I not better, but I can't even imagine myself getting better. Like it got to that point. Um, And all of that was happening throughout the time of publication. And because the anxiety and the depression was so intense, I started to think, and again, this is just going off of my Christian church background, but I started to think, 
maybe what I'm going through is um, like all of this anxiety, all of this depression. Maybe it's just because of the book. Like, because I understood the principles of spiritual warfare. I've heard about it in church. I'm like, maybe the reason why I'm so insecure and so anxious is because something really cool is going to happen on the other side of this book that um, the enemy just doesn't want me to see. Now, I, in hindsight, disagree with that viewpoint. I know now that I had a bunch of childhood trauma and wounds that were just kind of being poked with the stick day in day out but I didn't I didn't have a diagnosis at that point so I just called it spiritual warfare and even with that wrong diagnosis I still um, searched out the scriptures for help because I'm you know coming in with this angle of um, the enemy is attacking me this book is about to be published and I know that he hates me and like this message is going to set people free and so I'm thinking that all of that anxiety and angst and depression was coming from the enemy so, and while a bit of that was true, I'm not going to discount that, that while that very well could be true, I searched the scriptures nonetheless, and I found a truth that um, has honestly carried me from that point forward. Again, this is early 2018. I'm at the height of my anxiety and depression, publishing my first book, and um, I come across this passage of scripture um, that I intentionally sought out because I know, I remember hearing in church this particular um, passage where Jesus actually experienced anguish and Jesus says that his soul was crushed and that he was in distress. And so I'm like, Jesus knows how I feel. I'm going to search the scriptures um, to get a better picture of what that looks like of Jesus actually relating to how I felt. And I went in for one particular study and for one particular purpose, and I came out with something so much greater, the truth, again, that has carried me from January 2018 and on. And I'm excited to bring it to you all because I know, I mean, we've been walking out this journey together. I know that you're intentionally leaning in uh, because you know that there's a special call on your life. And um, if you have, if you don't know that yet, I want you to hear that now, like that needs to be heard. There is a call on your life and God is always faithful to reveal what that call is, understanding that our ultimate purpose is to just be with him, literally just to be with God, be in relationship with him, commune with him. And from that place of purpose, we do, we act, we dream, we we execute, we launch, like there's all these things to do from that, uh, from living in that true sense of purpose. And so being that Jesus's purpose, again, was literally to die. He was born to die, hence the title of today's To Be Hurt Tuesday. I want to take a look at a moment of his life before he stepped into his calling, uh, before that purpose of dying on the cross was fulfilled. I want to look at the night before so that we can get a better understanding of what happens when we step into that moment of our life, when we step into the fulfillment of our calling? Um, so I, I want to make that clear today. Jesus's purpose literally was to die, to die for the sins of the world, rising again three days later so we can have new life. Well, there's also that something that happens before we step into our purpose that um, I think we would benefit greatly uh, just by learning from Jesus in that scene, in this moment, this particular moment from his life um, that he experienced before stepping into his purpose. And so 
with that said, if you have been following me for quite some time, a lot of what I'm going to say here is actually a blog that I wrote in February 2018. I learned this in January 2018, blogged about it February 2018. Uh, that blog is called The Night Before. Um, I just think it's most appropriate to bring it um, for today's To Be Her Tuesday. Now, I will link the blog if you are at all curious about how I wrote in February 2018. Honestly, my writing style has not changed. I read it over and I'm like, yeah, I would say the same thing today. <laughs> And I would say it in the same way. So I'll link that blog post to this, um, to today's show notes. It's called The Night Before, but I want to bring it publicly here on the podcast for the purpose of season five of us walking out our journey together. And so without further ado, the coolest thing about Jesus's moments, like literally the night before he fulfilled his purpose of dying on the cross for our sins. The night before that is actually recorded in all four gospels. So in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you can trust that you are going to find um, some really exclusive insight looks of what was going on um, with Jesus internally and externally. All the factors that pertain to him stepping into that um, that moment of death on the cross the day before it's recorded in all four gospels. And so Matthew and Mark, I stick closely to those accounts of what happened, uh, with Jesus, just because it speaks to Jesus's emotional state, like what was going on with Jesus internally, uh, dependent on the translation that you read from Matthew 26, specifically, um, in verses 37 through 38, Jesus explains that he literally feels like his soul is crushed to the point of death. It says that he's deeply troubled, that he's in anguish. Again, depend dependent on the translation you read from, you'll see um, verses like, or phrasing like Jesus was in anguish or he was deeply troubled or deeply distressed, that his soul was crushed. Same with Mark. In Mark 14, um, verses 33 through 34, you'll see that same language. Like it's the clearest picture of Jesus feeling like how many of us might feel before we step into our purpose. I'm talking about the night before the big game, you know, like those nerves and the, that anxiety and that anguish that you might feel before you step into that moment. Like maybe it's the night before the championship or the night before your album drops, the night before the movie that you directed premieres or the night before your book is published or or before your podcast is launched, when your dream becomes a reality, when the very thing that God called you to becomes a reality, those feelings of angst and, um, you know, feeling crushed or deeply troubled or distressed, Jesus felt that too. Now, I right off the bat, I know what some of y'all are thinking, like, I know Yana is not trying to compare our weak little game or launch day, comparing it to Jesus's death on the cross. Like, girl, that is not the same. No, hear my heart. I'm just pulling the principle, extracting that principle from Matthew and Mark's account of the night before Jesus's death on the cross. Like the principle is that the night before you step into that big moment, you step into the very thing that God called you to. I'm just proven from Jesus's life that uh, you can expect a little bit of uneasiness, okay? Like that's what I, I'm ultimately talking about here. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever um, that big moment is for you, we can see with Jesus's story before he stepped into that that calling, that moment um, that was prophesied many, many years before he was born to die, um, 
before he steps into that moment, there was anguish, there was trouble, there was distress. And I just, that I remember when I studied that again, back in January of 2018, feeling so much relief because I'm like, okay, Jesus gets it. Like this book is about to be published. I'm freaking out. Jesus understands. Like that was just of so much comfort for me. But um, the thing I love the most about Luke and John's account of the gospel is that they don't just highlight his emotional state, but it ultimately highlights what he did about it. And both Luke and John record how Jesus handled his emotions, how Jesus handled, um, you know, the the anguish, the distress, feeling deeply troubled and feeling like his soul was crushed to the point of death is literally what Jesus said in Matthew 26, verse 38. And I love that so much because it gives us a full picture of that night. So not only was he feeling that way, but it also shows what he did about it. And you can read all about this in Luke 22 and in John 17. You'll find that Jesus prayed. That is a huge, huge, huge lesson for all of us to learn here on the podcast. If we're talking about the night before our big moment, Jesus literally being God in flesh, 100% God, 100% man, perfect, sinless Jesus, he knew to pray. And I do want to drive that point home because again, this is Jesus we're talking about here, like perfect, faultless Jesus. If Jesus can pray at his point of death, his literal point of death. If Jesus can pray at his point of death, we can pray at our point of destiny. If Jesus didn't excuse himself from that, if he's like, I'm literally God, I got this. No need to fret, no need to stress out. Like, I'm good, Father, I can handle this moment. I don't need you, I don't need to pray, I'm good. No, if Jesus humbled himself to the point where he's like, Father, I need you. Like, Father, I am facing the biggest moment of my life, literally the biggest moment in history when all of humanity's, all of humankind's sins are paid for. Like, to feel the literal weight of that upon your shoulders. The and I'm, We say that metaphorically, but Jesus meant that literally. Like, the weight of our sin was on his shoulders. And Jesus being God in flesh, he could have been like, you know, I'm not doing this. This is too hard. This is terrifying. I don't want to experience this um, discomfort. I don't want to experience this anguish. I'm going to call on a legion of angels right now to save me from this. No, Jesus humbled himself and he called on his father. He prayed. And again, if Jesus can pray at his point of death, you and I can pray at our point of destiny. That is huge because we are not sinless. We are not perfect. And if perfect Jesus can pray, we ought to be able to pray. And the best part about it is that the scriptures don't leave us hanging. Like it doesn't hide the the words that Jesus prayed. We can get an exclusive view of Jesus, of what he prayed in John 17. It's the best. It's the longest recorded prayer of Jesus. And my mentor loves this so much. I got to send this episode to her because she loves John 17. He talks so much about unity and that is like her thing. So she'll be excited that I'm talking about this for today's episode. But I love how Jesus in John 17, again, you read it for yourself, but Jesus literally, number one, he prays for himself. 
Again, if Jesus is praying for himself, what do you think you and I need to do the night before we step into our purpose, the night before your book launches, before your podcast launches, before the album drops, before the big game, whatever that purpose is, before your restaurant opens, like if Jesus prayed for himself, you and I need to cover ourselves in prayer saying, Lord, this is where we're at. This is our emotional state. Like we're nervous. We're anxious. We're in anguish. Lord God, help us cover us like that. Read it for yourself. Jesus prayed over himself, but then he also prayed about his disciples, his current disciples at that time. He prays that uh, the father would cover them and will look after them. And it's really precious. Like if you really read that prayer, the heart posture that Jesus had towards his disciples at that time, like you could just tell how much he actually cared. And that's just the thing, like to pray over the people who um, are currently in your world, which I'll take it a step further. The fact that Jesus's 12 disciples, uh, Jesus already said in John 15 that they weren't just his disciples at that point, but his disciples ultimately became his friends. So pray for your friends, pray for the people who are closest to you. That matters, uh, praying for them the night before you step into your purpose. But lastly, we'll find that Jesus didn't just pray for himself. He didn't just pray for the people closest to him, but he also prays for the people who weren't even born yet the people who his purpose was destined to touch. So the people who, um, not just who believed in him then, but people like you and I who believed in him years after he died on the cross, 2000 years after the fact, like Jesus was praying for us too in that moment. And I love that because if we're using that um, just kind of as a analogy or as a, a picture for us to use, considering how we should pray the night before we step into our purpose, before we are metaphorically again born to die stepping into our purpose that was Jesus's purpose born to die but y'all know what I mean step into our purpose I think it's important to pray for the people who our purpose will touch so the little boy standing in the the stands you know wearing your jersey pray for him you know this moment isn't just for you but it's for him ultimately or that girl who's always uh you know curled up with a good book every she almost gets in trouble uh for reading too much reading in class reading on the go like uh the night before you publish your book think of that girl who needs your book um and who's going to benefit greatly from your book from the message you told in your story pray for her or you know the person who's always walking around with headphones music is their whole life and they're waiting for you to launch uh or to drop your album because they may not know it now but once they hear your music they'll be like oh my gosh where has this been on my life like they need your music they need your album pray for that person before the album even gets to them before they even discover your music all of that is important to do the night before you step into your purpose and the only reason why I'm saying that it's because that's what Jesus demonstrated. Jesus literally demonstrated how to utilize, how to spend the moments before you step into your purpose. Because again, if Jesus can pray at his point of death, we should be able to pray at our point of destiny. Because what Jesus was going to face that the next morning he needed to be covered in prayer. Like Jesus knew exactly what he was getting himself into. He knew that the next morning people were going to mock him. He knew that the next morning people were literally going to choose a criminal, to choose a criminal's freedom over Jesus's freedom, that he was going to be whipped 39 times, that he was going to get a crown of thorns placed on his head. He knew that his 
the very disciples and the very friends that he was praying for in the garden the night before he stepped into his purpose, those same friends deserted him. One of them betrayed him. The other denied him three times. We talked a bit about that last week. Like the, at the moment when Jesus needed people the most, they all deserted him. So yes, he needed to be covered in prayer. Yes, he had to humble himself before the father because he knew on his own in the flesh that he was in, his flesh was so weak. His spirit was willing. He wanted to uh, die for the sins of the world because he loved us. But being 100% God and 100% human, his flesh was weak. So he knew he needed the father to, to strengthen him. And in Luke 22, you'll find that's exactly what happened. And the Lord sent an angel to strengthen him. And even while Jesus was in anguish, even while he was uh, praying so hard that sweat literally began to, to drop from his brow, like drops of blood, is what the scriptures say. And if you read my newest book, My Name is Anxiety, you'll know that 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 scene has served a huge purpose in me writing that book, not even trying to plug, but I'm just saying like this passage of scripture has meant a lot to me and it's a pinnacle moment for My Name is Anxiety. But I love that so much because when I first started studying that particular passage of scripture in Luke, in Luke 22, I used to read that as, you know, you always, well, after studying for a bit and I kind of drew some pretty cool parallels and some lessons I can learn for me, you know, in the moments where I, the night before I step into some big moments of my life, um, one of the conclusions that I came to before I studied a little bit deeper, um, and I had put this in that blog in February 2018, I wrote, you always have to go through the night in order to see the morning. Because again, that was the night before and he had a long morning ahead of him. Um, but the more I studied and, and the more I realized the weight of this passage of scripture, it's like even when the morning came for Jesus, it was still difficult. Again, he was faced with his friends deserting him, his friends denying him, his friends betraying him, um, you know, strangers mocking him, strangers teasing him. In fact, the very people who followed him and praised him in one moment, they were um, saying crucify him the next moment. Like Jesus had to face some really, really painful moments. But the reason why I'm recording today's To Be Heard Tuesday, not just in the spirit of Christmas, talking about the reason why Jesus was born. Again, he was born to die for the sins of the world. But I think it's so helpful for us in our journey that, you know, we've talked a bit about this in season five before. There's going to be some moments that are really hard when it comes to living out the purpose and the call that God has in our lives and being obedient to what God has called us to. There's a lot of hard moments attached to that. So like Jesus, we ought to stay prayed up. Like We ought to stay on our knees before the Father. Like, Lord, in my own strength, I cannot do this. My flesh is weak. My spirit is willing. I'm excited. I want to obey. I want to love you through the work that I do. But at the same time, Father God, like my flesh is weak and I'm deeply troubled. I am so scared. I am like terrified right now and I need you. That's the heart posture every single person should have. Every single person should have. And the fact that Jesus modeled that for us so beautifully, it is my joy and honor to be able to bring this to you all on the podcast. Again, this is a, a lesson I've learned way early on in my journey, um, going back to 2018. So it's been some time since I've been sitting on this, but um, it's a message that just truly needs to be heard. And it's my joy and honor to bring that message to you this Christmas season. Y'all, it will be after Christmas by the time you hear from me next. So I hope that you guys have a very beautiful Christmas with friends and family. I understand this could be a really hard time for some of you. And I truly like 
oh God, you don't know how much I think of you during this season. It's, it can get hard for a lot of you. And I recognize that. So, um, but my prayer is that you're still able to have fun. You're still able, um, to, um, I just hope you feel blessed during this season. And so with that said, I love you guys so, so much. Um, If this episode blessed you, be sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. Follow and subscribe on whatever listening platform you tune in on. Give To Be Heard Podcast a follow on Instagram. And you guys will hear from me next week with the very last To Be Heard Tuesday of 2023. I can't believe it either, but I'm so looking forward to next week's episode. So you guys will hear from me next week right here on To Be Heard Podcast. Podcast.